Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Unnecessary prequels. Unnecessary prequels. Prequels you didn't want in the first place. Prequels no one asked for. Yep, like Wonka. Solo, a Star Wars story. And Cruella. Yes, those are the things (laughs) we're looking to do. Yep, and you know, they can be good sometimes. Very rarely, yeah. they can be good. Rise of the Planet of the Apes was good. Was it necessary? Unnecessary. No, no. no. Prequels are almost always unnecessary. Yeah. Because you wouldn't make the original movie yeah. if you needed it. Yeah. If if you wanted, you'd start from yeah. where the prequel was. Yeah. If the prequel's the most important bit, <laughs> you'd start from there. Exactly. And don't you go back trying to fix problems with your original movie or book. Um, Especially if you're a bad writer. Yeah. If you're a bad writer, it's, you, you, you like to do more damage than good. Than, than, than good. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Not mentioning any names. There's one man that sounds a bit like Kermit the Frog that uh, oh, yeah, comes that, to mind. That also too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever, you th- whenever you think of prequels, who do you think of first? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be doing that. It's just us this week. Yes. Doing something that, uh, yeah, we've never done before. The unnecessary prequels. No, yeah, we've done, uh, we've done unnecessary special. sequels. We have done unnecessary sequels. We we pitched Titanic two. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is already a film. Yep, <laughs> but we just ignored that. Yeah, went on with it. <laughs> well, was it Titanic three? Either way, we we did it. Um, but yeah, uh, unnecessary prequels. I'm looking forward to being asked to uh, explain the lore of movies I haven't seen. Yes. <laughs> I might need to get like Google out at some point. Oh yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. have to just do. We're gonna have to do the old summary thing. You know when we get asked to pitch a uh, a historical fiction. Oh yeah. Uh, in, a, in a history we don't know. Yeah. So all of it, uh, all of history, <laughs> uh, or all of the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, then we're we're just gonna be doing the, those rules where we just look up the first three paragraphs of Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it now. Pretty yeah. much done. Pretty much a scholar in that now. Oh, let's yeah. tell a story from there. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, let's just get on with pitching some movies. So, the game is people give us titles on social media. That's facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. Going to refuse to call it X. Yeah. Um, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Matt puts a wonderfully worded post out every week uh, asking for genre-specific titles. And people delivered. People usually do. Yeah, and my God, I've had so much fun <laughs> reading these titles. Like, unfortunately, we can't get to them all. Yeah. We read some of them out in the uh, deleted scenes, yeah. which uh, we'll get to uh, Late, after this episode week. airs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, yours might still be read out uh, if we can't get to it. But, oh my God, I have been laughing so hard. <laughs> One, because I didn't know what the genre was this week. Yeah, And it yeah. just kept coming up on my notifications so I was like what is this <laughs> what genre are we doing and yep. I looked I was like oh that makes sense uh... that's hilarious <laughs> well, let's go with it so without further ado let's just start pitching some movies mm-hmm. so from James Cannon we've got Thursday the 12th so this is the day before Friday the 13th and yes. remind me which one Friday the 13th is that's Jason Voorhees 
Yes. Who's got a... Halloween is Mike Myers. Yeah. Who's got... Comedian a, just, Mike Myers. Just a stabby stick. Yeah, and, he's, a, got and a, a, he's, got, he's got a face mask and He's got on. a yeah, melty face mask. Um, um, but Jason Voorhees is a chainsaw. And a hockey mask. And a hockey mask. And Freddy Krueger is, is Nightmare is on Elm Street. T- uh, tingly Finkel. With his scissor, scissor, scissor hands. Scissor hands. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Freddy Krueger is Edward Scissorhands <laughs> in... <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> so, are you telling me that Jason Voorhees, he's not the one from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. He's not? No, I, I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like a family of... No, that's uh, The Hills Have Eyes. There's <laughs> <laughs> a new game out from um, Sheffield developer Sumo Digital, yeah. which is called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, in which there is a family <laughs> yeah. who are like... It might be that, ...hunting then. people down. It's yeah. kind of got that kind of like Dead by Daylight vibe. Um, I really like the idea that it's nothing to do with the film The Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. Yeah, it's just about a, Texas, about a chainsaw massacre in Texas. Yeah, yeah, and they, they, came to, they came to that title completely like devoid of any relation to that film. <laughs> um, All right. My, my... Leatherface is the guy from The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right, okay. Which is... What? I've got a pretty simple and easy pitch for this, Matt. Yeah. You know how Friday the 13th, yeah. right, it most likely doesn't start on that day. What do you mean? Friday the 13th, I'm pretty sure it's like a build-up to that night. What you're saying is it's not like American Graffiti, one night... No, no, no. I, I, starts I, in the night and ends in the morning. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that. No. I've not seen it before. Okay. We're off to a good start yeah. here. I'm not seeing it, but I'm pretty sure there's a build-up to, like, Friday. Yep, sure. So, what I'm proposing is, and this is the easiest pitch we've ever done. (laughs) Okay. We could could make this movie I'm about to propose. Mm -hmm. When the film gets to the night before Friday the 13th, we just cut to credits. (laughs) (laughs) Just cut the end off the movie? Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine cut the last half of the movie off. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, it's probably act two that you probably want to progress into Friday the 13th, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, when bad things start happening. I mean, okay, Friday the 13th is unlucky. Yes. Right? Yeah. Friday the 13th, um, it's unlucky because you get chased by a guy in a with a chainsaw and a hockey mask yeah yeah, yeah. That's, um, it's unlucky because that happens yeah, it, is. it is yeah um, it's like the purge <laughs> yeah every Friday the 13th that we just release a hockey mask and chainsaw <laughs> man, man into a random city in the world yep <laughs> so um, Thursday the 12th I think that's the plot of Friday the 13th <laughs> I don't know Thursday the 12th is very much like less so than that. Yeah. So that's the day that we release as someone with a pair of scissors <laughs> and, and ski goggles. I just love love the idea of just like a guy just stood in the middle of a road just going shh, shh, shh with these scissors. A safety scissors. Safety, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't hurt anything. He can try. Yeah, he can try. <laughs> he's the harbinger of Friday the 13th. Yeah. He's he's there to remind people that Chainsaw and Hockey Mask guy <laughs> is coming tomorrow. Uh, we call him uh, Jace Before He's. 
Joe just hit his, hit his head on a desk. <laughs> Chase before he's... <laughs> yeah, and he's got a pair of ski goggles on. <laughs> and a pair of safety scissors. Cool, cool. <laughs> He doesn't like hockey at all. He doesn't like hockey at all. Yeah. And he goes around... He's mainly going around offices, <laughs> snipping up paperwork. <laughs> These important documents. Ruining your day by snipping your important documents, yeah. Just, yeah. Stood, by, just stood by a fax machine. <laughs> so someone's applying for a green card. <laughs> oh, no! They really want that green card. And he... They just gotta hide the papers yeah, from this try, guy. Try and run from Jace before he's. <laughs> there's no, there's no like life peril. No, but the stakes are pretty the high. Stakes are pretty high. Yeah, yeah. It is Thursday, twelfth. <laughs> the stakes are pretty high, as in like they might have to be deported if yeah. they don't do the right paperwork. Exactly. And this guy, this clearly this anti-immigration man. Yeah. Is going around with safety scissors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's got the same vibe, right? Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a is like it's got the vibe of like oh hillbillies in the in the hills, like yeah. uh, it's Texas. It's like uh, you know there's probably some intolerance or whatever. Yeah. I don't know about the movie, but um, <laughs> but importantly, it's kind of nearly that. Yeah, it's like I don't want your immigration application to go through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's yeah Friday the thirteenth. Hockey mask, chainsaw, done. That's it. Yeah. Done. Thank you, James Cowan, for that one. All right, so from Stuart Dunlop, we've got, I know what you're going to do a few summers from now. I know what you're going to do a few summers from now. <laughs> right, yeah. so it's it's the prequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes, yeah. Okay. Ironic that it wasn't called This Summer. Yeah, no, uh, no. I, I think... I think Stuart might have thought about putting that in and, and then, then going, they're not, they they're, will they're never stupid. get this. They're, they're too stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. they, these people are not smart. Yeah, yeah. Because, funnily enough, the most interesting thing to happen yeah. happened that summer. What we, <laughs> what the film, what the original film did yeah. was like... It's a revenge thing, right? Yeah, like the summer afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And... What we're pitching is before, before that, summer. that summer. Yeah, yeah. So nothing we're never going to touch that summer. Nothing interesting has happened yet. Yeah, uh, interesting has happened yet, right? Like, because um, I, I believe in the thing that they did last summer was killed a guy and left him by the side of the road, sort of thing. I okay. They, they, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a, I maybe it was like a hit and run. I can't remember exactly what I know you did last summer it, it, it is referring to. Yeah. What did they Google? Google, I need your help. Okay, Google, uh, what did the people in I Know What You Did Last Summer do last summer? The film centers on four young friends who are stalked by a hook-wielding killer one year after covering up a car accident in which they supposedly killed a man. There you go. Car accident. That's really boring. It is, but they, they're... It's a hook-wielding man! Yeah, yeah. Well, that adds a layer. Like, I think because we're doing a prequel, yep. it's just gonna be... A man. It's just a, that man's perspective of these annoying kids. Yeah, yeah. Who are always this, driving around in their in their in their fucking car. This man who can apparently tell the future. No, no. He's just he's just always saying like, oh, they keep driving like that. They're gonna <laughs> these well, kids. The, the title the title suggests this man has some form of prescience. 
I know what you're going that. to yeah, do a few right. summers from now. Yeah. Summers. yeah, it's not. This isn't a general prediction. Yeah, right? this isn't. This isn't. You're right. This isn't a man going like those kids keep driving like that. One day they're going to hit someone and then hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's very much like in two summers from now. Yeah, you will hit a person and hide there. Yeah, there is a prescience to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get we get the kids driving up and down yep. this road, this deserted road yep. where this man lives. Kids are like middle schoolers at this point, right? Like they they they're, they're teens, they're like high oh, yeah. school kids. Because you, you get your driver's license at sixteen. Yeah. So if we say that these are like, let's say there's like seventeen, eighteen in the, in I know what you did last summer. Yeah. That means that last summer they were like sixteen, mm. ju- just having got their car. Yeah. The summer before oh, that. What are you suggesting? They're just walking up and down this road <laughs> while this man with no hook for a hand goes, I know what you're going to do. Yeah, I, you're going to get a driver's license. I think we're watching this man walk or watch 14-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> that is the film. That is, that is what happens in the movie. Yep. Just this old man, <laughs> and he knows he can't do anything to stop it. Yeah, this is the this is the oh, worst yeah. thing. Like he knows that it's fate. Yeah, and so it's not like he can like maybe even there's a, there's a whole thing where like he sees he sees a um uh, he sees the future right. Mm. He's gonna be I don't know. He's gonna bump into like he's gonna have something bad is gonna happen to him, but not. Getting hit by a car. What's yeah. what's less bad than getting hit? He by gets a hit car? by a bike. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So oh, no, he gets hit by a bike, gets pushed into a swamp, and his hand gets eaten by a crocodile. Yeah. Okay. As well as like a, a clock as yeah. well. A clock gets eaten by a crocodile as well. Same yeah. crocodile. Yeah. Same. Crocodile. So he's constantly chased by this crocodile. This ticking wants to crocodile. This ticking yeah. crocodile. <laughs> It took, me keeps, too, it took me too long to get to that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it keeps on, like, all he hears is this tick-tock, tick-tock, and he's like, no! <laughs> so he kidnaps uh, the, the 14-year-old who's going to bump into him. Yeah. Um, is this uh, 14-year-old flying around? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he kidnaps that person, takes him off to a, to a strange island. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, I know what you're going to do. You're going to hit me with a bike. <laughs> No, no, you're gonna hit someone with a car. No, no, like he's he's saying this is the this is the first vi- vi- vision he has. Yeah, right. Is mm. that he's gonna get hit by a bike? Yeah, knocked into a swamp. His hand's gonna get eaten by a crocodile. He's gonna get a hook. Yeah, right. And he's like, no, that's not gonna happen. I'm kidnapping this child so they can they can't have a bike. Yeah, taking them off to a, a strange uh, land that they'll never return from. Then he realizes that, like, he gets another vision. Yeah. It's going to be worse this time. Because that child got kidnapped from that road with the bike, everyone's buying their kids' cars early now because you can't get kidnapped off a, off, a, off a car. No. So now it's not that in two summers two, 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 he's going to get hit by a bike, it's that he, now he's going to get hit by a car. Yeah. And he's probably going to die. Yeah, yeah. So this story is about him like he's like if Changing i if i kill one of these people what's going to ahead of time yeah what's going to happen he, he's already changed the future but it got worse yeah yeah right and he knows that this curse is going to be worse the next time he tries to change it as well yeah all he has to do what he has to do is try and make it as much like the previous one as possible mm. so he prepares like 
a big swamp underneath where he knows he's going to get hit yeah, by yeah. this thing. But wait, has he already got a hook for a hand? No, not no, yet. He okay. will gain the hook for a hand. Right. I did just look up... Um, no, the main character from I Know What You Did Last Summer is not called Peter. <laughs> Good. Which I'm annoyed about. Yeah. Because, like, maybe they go into witness protection after after they knock this guy into the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to kill him with a hook for a yeah. hand and have to change their name to, to Peter, to Peter yeah. Pan. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, <laughs> we really zeroed in on this one little detail about yep. a hook for a hand, <laughs> and now it's just a weird prequel to to Peter Pan, which there have been many. There have been, <laughs> and I, I never a good one. No, <laughs> never a good one. This one, however, will break this the mold. Break this mold. one, no one saw coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, James, the, the is the name of the. Um, uh, the man, the, the man, yeah, man with a hook for a yeah. hand. Okay, so he's seeing this car. He's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get my hand eaten by a crocodile." Yep. Um, I'm just gonna die. I'm just gonna get gonna die. I've yeah. got to set up a situation in which I only lose a hand. Yes. So I think he hires someone to ride a bike. <laughs> ahead of them ahead and of hit them. him just as the car is about to hit him yeah yeah so so when it comes to that summer yeah he just gets hit by a bike <laughs> yeah and loses a hand but everyone in the car thinks they've killed a man yeah that they've killed a man so this this is a necessary sequel yeah prequel even <laughs> because now in I Know What You Did Last Summer you know that they they, you, they didn't actually kill that man they didn't actually do it yeah it was the person on the bike which the man had hired yeah to knock him over because he could see into the future see. <laughs> and see that that was going to happen yeah, and they yeah. would have killed someone yes exactly so they are at fault yeah because that's what they would have done we in know his that. mind they're well, at I, fault mm, he's seen the actual future <laughs> No one else has. Yep. So, so yeah, you're right. This is one of those movies people are going to talk about for years. Yeah. Because <laughs> is it a delusion? Yeah, yeah. Is it the future he's seeing or is it the truth? Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. Well, the clues are in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, you just go watch that movie yeah. three times to, to, to check. <laughs> it's like... I love how the uh, the... Critics will be saying, clearly this film was written by some people, two lads that never had seen... <laughs> never seen I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, you go. there you go. Yeah, who's playing uh, Captain Hook? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, of course, of course. And we get the uh, the cast from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sarah <laughs> Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Jennifer like, Love Hewitt. in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. We just de-age them now. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So from Ross Originals, we've got Mary Poppins Nanny Training. Now, this is one I'm predicting Yeah. this will happen in the next 10 or so years. Right? Yeah. I think, I think like, the state of the industry, unfortunately, is yeah. to the point where I can definitely see it happening. Yeah, we're definitely getting a Mary Poppins prequel, prequel in which where we're we... seeing where Mary Poppins came from. And it's going to be Men in Black. 
two style, isn't it? It's gonna be like what? like a big a big organization oh, yeah. that sends people out through the little like you know, they're all over the place but we don't know about it. Yes. Or like, you know, Monsters Inc. style or yeah. like, you know, you see the this factory sort of like or, or it's more like a finishing school mm. of people because you look at like she floats in on a fucking umbrella. <laughs> Right, and and in the in Mary Poppins Returns, she's like the doors closing, the yeah. doors closing, yeah. the fucking doors closing. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> children, yeah, you need to solve your emotional troubles yeah. before I, because I've got to go. I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> so I think like you, yeah. Unfortunately, you are gonna end up with almost multiversal like because. She is magical, yeah, and she evidently comes to us through a door. Um, is there a door? Yeah, she, she's she's like there's a. Um, it's just she just comes on the wind, doesn't mm. she? She does a Mary Poppins, but in Mary Poppins Returns, like there's this whole thing about like a door. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. We don't see a door. Yeah, it's like they make reference to. The fact that, like, once she's gone, she's gone, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm just thinking of casting for young Mary Poppins. Yeah. The first one that popped into mind was Zendaya. Zend, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and she's Mary Poppins. Yeah, and she's a bit of a loose cannon on the, at this magical finishing school. Well, the thing... Like... Oh! You know what? Yeah? I know who... Like, I know what the origin of, like, Mary Poppins is. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, like, Zendaya is looking after... She's an orphan looking yeah. after two younger children. Okay. Doesn't know how... Two younger siblings. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't know how to look after them. Mm. She's old enough to be a mother now. Um, but, like... <laughs> uh, <Nah>. <laughs> no, but... Uh, young, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's, she doesn't know how to how to look after them. Um, she bumps into a similar, like, woman who's, mm. like, got a little top hat. We're talking 18-something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause maybe uh, before. Mary maybe Poppins when... is, like, not the, not the 20s. <laughs> when, for, Poppins, when did women uh, get votes? 1928, women got the vote. 1928. Yeah. And... Mary Poppins yeah. was... Before that, presumably, because they're yeah. still, still talking about it. 1910. 1910. Okay, wow. That was a long campaign. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. in. Well, maybe... I think the book was 1910. The okay. film may have been later. May mm. have been set later for some reason. Who oh. knows? But it is like early early, early 20th century. Yeah. Right? We're talking Victorian era... Yeah. Even Georgian era, even almost. back to Georgian, yeah. Edwardian, even like we can go back as far into that as we like. Yeah, Industrial Revolution. Yeah, right. Um, well, I think it post-Industrial Revolution. Almost. I think we can go if we want. Oh yeah. Oh no. I mean, for into... the prequel. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. we've got. <laughs> the... Yeah, Victorian era. Yeah. yeah. So we we we're talking Victorian. Yeah. So um uh like. Oh, I bet we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're all talking like Victorian orphans. So so we've got Mary Poppins, right? Yeah. She's doing something. I. I She's doing something. I quite like I quite like the uh finishing school idea. In my own cynical brain, I'm just gonna visualize what this pre- what this prequel will be. Yeah. So and that is the important thing is though we've got an emotional heart. Yeah. Her looking after her kids. Yeah. Uh, her, 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 her kind of uh, her kid 
brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't know how to do it. They're off. One of the, uh, the kid brothers getting into crime. He's doing pickpocketing for, oh, yeah, for yeah. old um, Fagan. Mm, yeah, for old <laughs> non non uh, racially charged. Oh Fagan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we go back and and yeah, rewrite that. Change, change the the the, the uh, racial stereotyping of the pickpocket master. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Just Jeff. It's um, it's uh, Richard Iowardi. No, it's not Richard Iowardi. It's uh, it's it's Mark Shepard. Oh yes, Mark Shepard. TV's Mark Shepard and, and and films Mark Shepard. He, he was in films? he was in um, Serenity, I believe. No, he wasn't. Is he not in no, Serenity? No, no, he's in Firefly. He's not in Serenity. He doesn't turn he up is in Serenity. TV's Mark Shepard. <laughs> TV's Mark Shepard. Supernatural never got a movie. <laughs> You'll know him from. <laughs> TV. <laughs> He's been in everything TV. Like, Google Mark Shepard and oh, yeah, you'll, yeah. Oh, you'll instantly know. Yeah. Like, I've seen him in something. Yeah, yeah. You've, if you've seen Firefly, if you've yeah. seen... Um, Doctor uh, Who. Doctor Who, uh, Supernatural, Doom Patrol... Uh, Leverage. Like, Leverage, yeah, he's in that. Um, uh, fucking hell. He's in loads he's of He's in stuff. everything. Yeah. yeah um, he's also fucking good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, um, but like as a wheeler dealer, as a wheeler dealer, sort of like oh, he's a little man. bit, he's a little bit drunk, he's yeah. or he's a little bit sort of like oh, I don't care much about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, he's he's <laughs> characterised this character far more than I need Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> his name's fucking Jeff. He's in the movie. He's, he's the antagonist, but he's in the movie for like I don't know twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, the funny thing about Mary Poppins is, and it might be not very funny, um, is, and I think you get this more in the Mary Poppins Returns, mm. that she actually, like, it's hinted at that she's got quite a tragic backstory. Is it? Yeah, like, that's something I picked up on in the film. Like, the stuff she's talking about is very, like... Like, it hints at her appearance as a nanny. Yeah. And, like, quite proper, practically perfect in every way, that mm-hmm, kind of thing, mm-hmm. is more of an act to okay. hide stuff. Yeah. Okay, and and, and that, this works, right? If if, yeah. if, if uh, Zendaya's young Mary Poppins is um, coming off the streets, mm. she loses her kid brother and sister. Yeah. I don't know what trouble the sister's in at but point being is that they maybe they have a fight because yeah, that's yeah. the thing is like she's not perfect yeah right and then she gets lost <laughs> the the line is you're not practically perfect in every way <laughs> you're practically imperfect in, you're, pra- you're you're imperfect in practically every way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah who is the teacher there are lots of teachers in this um finishing school yeah um i think we get julie andrews Old Lady Julie Andrews. Yep. To be, like... Because this isn't linked to any of the other Mary Poppins no, films. This no. is not in the P- Mary poppins verse. Is it not in the, in the verse, is it not? No, no, this is an unofficial <laughs> Mary Poppins prequel. It's a fan film. Well, no, I, I, think, we get, I think we get Julie Andrews to, uh, to be the, the leader of this nanny finishing school or well, whatever. Well, leader, this is the thing. There's got to be... There's going to be more than one, right? If it's got this nanny finishing school vibe to yeah. it, it means that, like, 
Maggie Smith can be the like yes. the, the mother superior style character. Yes. You know, the sort of like head teacher or or like You just get a load of old a lady load of old ladies. You got Judy Dench in Dench, there. Dench, that was the one I was yeah. thinking of. Angela Lansbury. Uh, Angela Lansbury's teaching space manipulation. <laughs> Like, so you can pull a hat stand out. Every nanny has to have a handbag. <laughs> That's a good scene. Yeah. I don't hate it. <laughs> I do. I hate the very concept of this movie. But there are a few scenes that I'm like, and I think this is what Hollywood writers' rooms sound like around, like, you know, just yeah, around yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Just people going like, I fucking hate this concept. Yeah. That would be a good scene. Judy Dent teaches her how to uh, transport people through portals in drawings. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and she explains, and this is the thing, they, they explain that those drawings are made of emotion. You know, yeah, yeah. When, when an artist creates a drawing, it, they are, they're, they're putting some of themselves into it. Yeah. Right? And in order to help people... This is all... These are all the lyrics for the song. Yes. You're about... <laughs> Great. Uh, in order to help people, you've got to pull them into the emotion so they ex- can experience them properly. In order to help people, you've got to pull them into the emotion. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I wish I was a a, a, a musical improv comedian. Yeah, yeah, me too. I. <laughs> I ain't. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, point being is that like they're doing therapy, but they don't realise they're doing therapy. Yeah. And so, uh, and Maggie Smith, Maggie Smith's like, <laughs> like in Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's exactly in the series. Yeah, it's got yeah. to have some of those same things. Yeah. Um, and it's. Uh, I think this is way too clever for an unnecessary prequel. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. We're gonna fuck it up somehow. Aren't yeah, we? yeah. <laughs> Um, Who's the chimney sweep? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we'll bring in the shit. Oh, we're gonna have someone who can do a terrible British accent. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. <laughs> just someone to just, do a terrible yeah, yeah. British accent. Just someone who you really don't want um, uh, in a movie. Oh, perfect, Aquafina. Aquafina. <laughs> I, <laughs> just someone you don't want in a movie. I think. I think uh, annoyingly, Lin Manuel Miranda has already been in. Yeah, been in Mary Poppins Returns. But he'd be perfect. He would be perfect. Um, um, well, this is the thing, right? Okay, so in order to really break this, Tom, yeah. to break this story, yeah. we it can't just be that Zendaya goes to this finishing school and learns, and everyone's supportive of her, mm. and then she's she, she, she has the tools to save her brother and sister, yeah. who she's had a fight with, and they've split off into the various parts of London and whatever. Mm. We need to have that this finishing school is, like, not helping people. Mm. It's only taking people in to this, like, utopian society. They're not going out and doing the jobs. Mm. They are, like... They're just they're just finishing... Like they're, they're just like, you come here, you live here, and you live here for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because there has to be an aspect where Mary Poppins breaks the mould to do something. Mm-hmm. She she breaks the rules. Well, I think I think it's that she's allowed to be there because she's like an orphan kid yeah. on the street, and then like Maggie Smith or someone sees something in her, right? Like she's looking after these kids, and it's like 
you've done well. But then when she gets there, she finds that everyone else there is like... It's snooty and rich. Snooty and... and mm. Yeah, yeah. And has been sent there uh, because it's like, oh, this is what the family does kind of thing. Okay. So it's like a, it's more of a... Like a there's, there's more of a sort of class element to it. Which is what is present in both the Mary Poppins movies. you got Feed the Birds. Oh, shit. Who's the chimney sweep? Who's the chimney... Tommy, you asked me who's the chimney sweep. Who's the chimney sweep? Zendaya is the chimney sweep. Well, Zendaya's the... Zendaya's Mary Poppins. Exactly! That's why she has an affinity for the chimney sweep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we got there! Zendaya yeah. is the chimney sweep. Yeah. And she is, like... The reason she goes back to the chimney sweeps all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or the lampies. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the, uh, the whatever lampies. they're called. What are, what are they called? Learys. Learys, yeah. yeah. Is because she knows their, she knows the culture. Yeah, yeah. Because she came from there. Yeah. Right? And she, you cross over into this, this, she crosses over into this world. She sneaks in. Mm. It's not that she gets invited. She sneaks into this finishing, yes. this magical finishing school. She yeah. sees someone else. Um, oh, yeah. So she sees someone else, like, coming out. And it's like, goodbye, children. Yeah. Goodbye forever. Uh, and, they're, and they're, like, well-to-do in their nice little manse. Yes. You know, their, their nice little townhouse. Mm. And then, uh, and they're, you know, gonna, and they're like, we'll remember you forever, Mrs. Jenkins. Does Zendaya grab hold of her foot she, as she's floating up she into jumps, the sky? She climbs in the back. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Because she's she's flexible and small, yeah. So she, like, uh, as a chimney sweep, so she can she can she climbs into the bag. I like that. Because um, she's looking, she's she's like, oh man, I I'm, I can't feed anyone. Yeah, you know, I can't feed myself. I'm gonna look inside this this nice bag, see if they've just been paid for the, some money. She's gonna steal. Yes. And then she falls in to this void bag. And I think <clears throat> when she returns from this school, mm-hmm. her brother and sister are like not grown up yeah but sort of older and they've like you abandoned us yes. Mary we're the bad they're not the bad guys they're, they're teenagers now yeah yeah right because she's a little older yeah um, they're te- the, the brother and sister are teenagers now Mark Strong not Mark Mark Shepard has, has really turned them but Mark Strong is the guy behind <laughs> him the like the big big. He's bag. the banker man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the, he's the, the businessman yeah. who's paying Mark Shepard. Well, who Mark Shepard is paying, you know, yeah. from the crimes. Yes. Mark Strong is the mayor of London. Yes. Who's got a vested interest in keeping people poor because it means that they'll turn to crime and give. And he he's like sort of making. He's kind of kingpin. Yes. And he is in this case. He's running for mayor. Yeah. He's a crime lord, you know, who who sort of like has uh, Mark Shepard working for him. Yeah. And uh, we don't, it doesn't really matter anymore. Well, how does this film sort of come to a close then? Because like she gets back from this finishing school where she's been bullied by the rich kids yeah. and stuff like that. And she's got to put her nanny skills into play mm-hmm. to save her brother and sister and also save London. So I think um, Mark Shepard is... The thing that the, the kids are doing is mm. stealing art right. from houses. They're using their, you know, go down a chimney yes. sweep stuff to, to steal art, slide it out underneath the door, yeah. uh, and then Mark Shepard's like, grabs it from the other side or whatever. Mm. Um, the, I think she ends up trapping Mark 
shepherd in a painting. In, in a painting. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. <laughs> yeah. Is is that like I think he also has a little bit of this finishing school magic, right? Mm. Maybe he's like that's because because he's a he's a he's a dealer in art. He's a pickpocket. And antiques. They've also got like a finishing school of pickpockets. Yeah. That have the weirdest tricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but point being that like. Um, he knows art. He's yeah. a, he, he appraises it. He's like all that sort of thing. And it, and, he, and he, I know art. I know art. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say uh, a, 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 a nineteen seventies. <laughs> that, that brings up a whole that's, other aspect of this. That's, uh, uh, pop art. Yeah. Uh, that's, pop art. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice Andy Warhol. That. <laughs> Um, uh, I believe that's even a, Picasso would be a stretch. I believe it's a, a 1716 Dutch painting, yeah. uh, and, and a Rembrandt, uh, maybe. If you uh, if you could live your life in one of these, yeah. And he's like doing these these like big beautiful bucolic paintings. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, yes, it's a. Uh, you could live your life in any of these, but we're in London. It's not life isn't like art. Yeah. Uh, and but. Like he gets trapped. The the irony is mm. he gets trapped in a like a a stick figure drawing that, that a child did yes. from from before, made of like soot yes. on paper, right? And it's and it's well done. It's it, we have it well done to show that um uh that Zendaya's little sister uh is has the potential to be a wonderful artist. Yeah, because she draws this beautiful house. In in chimney soot mm. on a piece of paper she found, and uh, Zendaya ends up trapping Mark Mark Shepard in that uh, in that in that painting, yeah, um, uh, which gets rolled up and put in the back of a thing never to be seen again. The beautiful thing about this is right. Mm. We've also set it up for two unnecessary sequels. Yes, we've got oh a prequel trilogy, Tom. Yeah, yeah. So we've got her brother, yeah, Peter Poppins, yeah, and we've got her sister, <laughs> Peter Poppins. Paula Poppins. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Penelope Poppins. Penelope Poppins. Yeah, that's that's better. <laughs> the more the more plosives we put in. Peter Poppins and Penelope Poppins. Yes. <laughs> so it's Peter Poppins um uh, the rise The peculiar surprising adventures the pe- of peculiar Peter Poppins and the and the and the rise of the circus. <laughs> Yep. And the precocious Penelope Poppins. Yes. Um and the uh and, and the, the and the penguins of Parliament. <laughs> the penguins of Parliament, yeah. yeah she yeah. draws a, she she does paintings of penguins of Parliament. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And there you go. That's uh, that's uh, whatever that one's fucking called. <laughs> Mary Poppins nanny training, Love a it. film that will most likely come out. Yeah, I it, like put a bookmark in this one. Yeah, you'll be seeing those later. I, I can definitely see us posting the poster up, just like we told you. Yeah, we told warned you. you. Coming, yeah. yeah, it'd be funny if it was exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. So those were all our titles. Oh, wow. I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who gave us titles this week. I had a blast reading 
them all. Yeah. Um, we'll hopefully get through some more of them in the deleted scenes. Yes. Um, I think I'd just read out a list of ones that I really enjoyed reading because, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. some of them just made me cackle with laughter. <laughs> um, yeah, very good. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles. And remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Look out for those title posts specifically so you just leave a comment leave a reply on those with your titles every week and we'll get to pitching some more movies yes indeed um if you've enjoyed the show please um and i'm going to try and make this part section of the show a little bit shorter um this time because it was a third of the podcast last time um Um, then you can always uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, also, go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, where you can give us as little as a dollar a month. Um, it's super cheap. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate your your support. And you get bonus stuff over there um, for uh, various breakpoints. Um, I, I would say the best value is $5. $5 yeah. a month gets you the bonus pitches and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but uh, if you uh, if you do that, you also get your name read out. Uh, so God help me, Spanky, and finally Dank and Slimy Brand Slop, guest host, guest host, guest host, imposter, fraud, sham, flimflam man, wolf in Tom's trousers, Stephen D. Thomas. I wish that everyone would, uh, everyone in the Vatican City would listen to orcsardorks.podbean.com. T- fingers to hand. Tom's away. Quickly open the hutch. Crack open the coral. Activate the aviary. Quickly, mutant bird boys, make good your escape. James Delaney. Thouest crumple upon the absence of Brother Thomas or in the under. On beyond in upon the mystical gallery and nubile warblum up in the wetted landscape. Ascribed future analysis of events yet to come beneath a long distance bus. Open brackets. Megabus. Close brackets. I've been advised against the following. Stage direction. Give your co-host a controlling share in the podcast. Rebecca Beachy. Brent Black. I remember when this list was normal. Gods, I was strong then. I could cave a man's chest in with one blow of my hammer. Aptly spoken as before vodka mat scattered upon a plutonian shore. Permaquoth in the best, largest, last, biggest, most dying ember betwixt the floor watching the final, ultimate, next chapter door until the end of this Patreon name perched, sat, considered, nevermore. I've only just realised just how close those are getting to the Raven (laughs) by Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, yeah. Joseph Hegarty, hazardous pods, hazardous pods, get out of my office and I'll hear no more about hazardous pods, boy. Bartleby, fire that boy, rid me of him, rid this city of him. The real serial dragon and family. The time of year when a young man's thoughts turn to pumpkin spice. My partner loves the size of my accretion disc. I, a mythological wish-granting type lad, hereby bestow this Patreon list with three wishes. I shall grant the first three wishes read out from this list. I am, of course, going to be tricksy about it. Alex Keane. Guest host, Big Santa here, tell me what you think Tom's heart's desire is or what he deserves. Big Santa is going to fucking deliver. And and Big Santa did deliver a Cypriot snail. Hark, the herald angels sing of the second Patreon account. I created to join this stupid ARG. Download more apps. Zoe, 
gluttonous, greedy little Thomas Aquinas. You, urchin, listen to the Lives of President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Lives of President or just search it on Spotify and look at my lovely cover art. If Spain was spelt I-T-A-L-Y, it'd be Italy. Makes you think. Maintenant, je, je ne voyais mettre ça dans ton traducteur et fumer les comme une harangue huile Kennedy pour la vie. That's the end of that. I uh, probably mispronounced a lot of it. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. I do know what it says. Yeah. Because I chucked it in a Google Translator and okay. it's, it's, it basically says put that in your translator pipe and smoke it <laughs> really uh kennedy for life <laughs> wow that's, um, that's amazing <laughs> they anticipated where you were gonna go i don't know if traducteur is the the is french for like briar pipe i think it might just be like any kind of pipe just a but pipe. yeah <laughs> you know yeah well uh, thank you to everyone on patreon who continues to support us and thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode yes thank you well done for making it past the patreon names <laughs> yeah they're a little wa- little baffling yeah it's just a wall to clamber over i think <laughs> at the end of the show um so we end the show as we always do with the yes very clever award which is the award we give out to somebody who's made a joke based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it yeah um quite hard to give away one this week because <laughs> yeah, they were all this they were all this yep. um, but I've given it I've given the award to someone who's given us uh, well I've given the award to two people who've given us the same title on okay. different platforms love it yeah uh, and that is Stephen Thomas and Ross Originals who've given us Triassic Park Triassic Park <laughs> it's the one before Jurassic yes yep so until next week I've been Tom McGrath I've been Matt Turner remember who pitched it yeah.